0: Do you like it? Very nice. <laughs> I bet you're going to like it what I bring today. Very interesting topic. Very crazy. Yeah.
1: Where's uh, where are you going with yeah,
0: this bro. one today? Where are we going with this one? Oh man. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got a we got a, we got a good one today. Um, let me start off. Let me ask Steve what is your religious situation in life like do you believe in something
1: uh yeah no i'm uh i guess you can consider me a christian but i don't really like follow like hardcore or anything so uh okay. i do i do believe in our lord savior jesus christ <laughs> all right so you're a christian but like like yeah like yeah exactly diet, diet. <laughs> you,
0: you don't go to church every sunday
1: um no, I mean, I actually, I go through spouts in my life, like waves, to be totally honest with you. I don't think I've ever admitted this, but yeah, like, you know, um, sometimes I'll I'll find myself a little bit closer than, than not, um, but I used to go. I got baptized, communion, confirmation, the whole Catholic route. All right. And if I was
0: to ask you to describe to me fairly quickly what your religion means or what it is about to describe it within seconds what would be a simple explanation that you would give me
1: um no just that uh i don't know that's i'm gonna fall <laughs> i'm gonna get slack for uh
0: nah just give me like like i'm not trying to give you a trick question yeah
1: i don't really like i'm not a scholar uh, like see, in it so like i don't want to say things no i know that- you're
0: not so give me your simple simple man ways of thinking like why you think this religion is something you, you do, you oh, follow? Okay.
1: Um, well, I, I, I believe in like a higher power. This is for sure. Um, and, and so for me, I just feel like there was a person who came down from this higher power to show us the ways. And so um, I thought that that was something that I could digest more so than other okay. ones, you know?
0: And you think and you think I would assume that those teachings and those words sort of allow you to be a better person in your life. Correct. Yeah. Right? That's sort of that would
1: that will be the purpose. Yeah. Right? It's like the, the guidelines and rules and regulations of <laughs> how right. to be a good
0: and I think I, I think all religions have their own little weird things, but in I, I, I would say that it's fair to say that all of them, the purpose of these of the religions is to provide a sense of meaning and, and a sense of guidance in life. Right. And give it a purpose. And so because life is, is scary. Right. I mean, we die after all of this. We're the only animals that are, are aware of our longevity. Uh, you know, I mean, if you're a tiger, I mean, or you get mauled by another tiger type shit that's how you die. But otherwise you don't have the sense of knowing you're going to die. Uh, so we're the only ones that know that. And it terrifies humans. And we've always tried to find a way to cure this, right? Whether you call something being real or not. I myself consider myself to be like agnostic or atheist. You know, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm just looking for shit, but I'm very, uh, skeptical. But you know, I came across one of these religions that it fascinates me and and it's the scientology right the church of scientology i mean this thing is it's insane you know it's insane because it it is very new and the guy that created it right uh lr hubbard he lived in like within 60 years so like it's like saying jesus the prophet you know was you know was amongst us yeah it could have been our grandpa and wrote some shit, right? yeah and, and wrote the tablets mm-hmm. you know but so one of the first things that you think about when you think about these religions is does that matter i mean it, that, that when you think about religious like like the like the jews or christianity or muslims it's so old that that alone gives us some like certification I, I, at least in my in my eyes. And then when you look at something like the Mormons, where they were created, I think, in the 1800s, it's like, uh, I guess I wasn't even, you know. But then you, you tell me this was created in the 1960s. Like, my dad was born in the 1960s. So it, that, it starts getting like, okay. But, you know, I mean, I, there's, I, I'm sure there's more religions that were created recently. But this one was very, very special because... Because the way that it worked, you know, it didn't. You know, in in the Christianity, mm. it tells you the story, right? When you come in, that's how they try to get you, right? Like, hey, come here, look at, listen to our beautiful story, uh, which is, you know, nonetheless, very weird and and picturesque, right? Like, uh, this you gotta have a little face. This woman, yeah, this woman <laughs> has this kid, but nobody had sex with the woman, and then this kid is like like a powerful Jesus that then dies for everyone. And then you can do things, but as long as you tell the guy at church, you know, so it has all these little parameters that you need to follow, yeah, right? Yeah. But it tells you from the beginning what's up. In Scientology, you don't get to hear the story oh, yeah. until you're like levels up, right? And and those levels up there are called OTs. Okay. Uh, which is sort of like the level that you're at. Uh, but one thing that they did uh, when they started this is go is go with the actors in Hollywood to try to get them to to join this this religion, right? You have like Tom Cruise, John Tra- Travolta. I'm pretty sure you've heard of them.
1: Yeah, no, I mean those guys. Uh, it's funny that you're bringing this up. Just a little backstory. I I used to live in Clearwater, Florida, which I'm sure you're gonna get into if, if you've done a little bit of research. Uh, is f- where flag uh or their their uh international headquarter you know is uh, what they call the flag or the flagship so yeah there's Fuck. yeah no i got to, i actually it's funny you're saying this i'm gonna
0: today i saw the documentary clear uh going clear and he and he showed the little flagship place in clear water and it's like massive. man it's, it's incredible mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. yeah so i mean we're we're uh what got you in into this topic particularly like what uh what about the documentary stuck out to you the most
0: i've been fascinated with this topic for a while and i think the um, what really gets me what really intrigues me is what is it that takes in this people's brain to join this thing Mm. because you know i don't consider myself to be like a super smart person. I don't think I'm dumb. I think I'm all I think I'm think all right. But I'm not fucking, I'm not a genius. I'm certain of that. <laughs> but I can guarantee you, bro, I could not get caught up in one of these religions or groups or things just because I'm so skeptical about things and I look for like, it's like, okay, but what about, you know, I, I just look at everything from every angle. And when I was looking at these documentaries, the people that were in this stuff, We're successful, talented, smart people, bro, that have joined this. And you're like, okay, so they're not dumb. What is it? There has to be like, so what intrigues me is what is that shit in your brain that just fucking breaks that you end up, you know, following a a, a cult that has the weirdest origin story, which we're going to get to. And... at the end, is found out that there's so much abuse and so much, uh, I would say. Um,
1: like oppression.
0: Oppression of mind yeah. Man, it's just a very just destructive uh, group because people that were talking about it were literally taken 30 years out of their life. And then if you leave the place, you cannot speak to your family anymore. I mean there's very there's many layers to it, but but when you realize what it is, you know, you understand it's horrible. But yeah, what what drove me to it is I was so uh impressed that to know what it is that these people have missing that allows them to enter this while they're smart human beings that in other areas of, of their life they're very good at. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, I think what gets me most interested in this topic or at least this this is that there you know human nature we we want to believe in something right like it's easy to to want to to romanticize the afterlife and 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 the uh, you know like if you have a good soul or a good heart you want to know that you're being almost like uh acknowledged and and shined upon a little bit you know like you're like okay like I'm in good graces here you know but to what the question is to what um And, you know, yeah, you have, you have people who are smart and intelligent, have jobs or had families and, but then all of a sudden, like, you know, you might get to a point where something is shown to you that is out of the normal, you know, or, or something a little bit more supernatural and you're just like, well, is there more? Like immediately you're going to think to yourself, like, like is what they've, talk about actually real you know and and that thought is just going to come across your head no matter what you know even if it's even if it's just a a moment but if they got your attention for that moment then they could continue to to mold the mind a little bit in that direction at least you're going to be interested in it right i mean if a guy levitates in front of you you're just like wait 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 a second what like I need
0: <laughs> yeah of course
1: of I'm not course. saying that's what happens in Scientology mo- but...
0: <laughs> if this motherfuckers levitate in front of me dog I, they might get me convinced you know what I mean if a motherfucker starts le- levitating like Chris Angel dog just yeah <laughs> mind freak <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like alright bro you got me let me hold those cans <laughs> what's up with this dianetics <laughs> shit eh <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know? Yeah. So, I mean, um, did you happen to see...
0: Are you crazy? Am, am I, am I going to a bar filled with bitties just like...
1: Like you float on over to the bar? like
0: Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so ultimately, do you think then that it is not if you're smart or not, you think that these people can break anyone type shit? Like...
1: Yeah, I mean, the these cults. Co- is that your belief? I think that I think that the human mind is is you can brainwash the human mind, right? Like, you can you can do things, you can do things from a psychological point that like uncover a vulnerable mind, you know, like a vulnerable spot, a a curiosity. It doesn't have to be vulnerable. It could just be like, yeah, you know, like I I grew up with it and I never like was explained it correctly, right? Like in the for me in this in the case of Christianity, like. Like, no one has really, like, sold me 1,000% for me to, like, you know, follow blindly. Um, because there's just too much, like, human, too much stuff. But, like, in the case of Scientology, they aren't. They, they Later on, they talk about the crazy stuff. But how they get you in the beginning has nothing to do with anything supernatural. In fact, they, they get you by more self-help. Unlocking the mind's potential, kind of, yeah. kind of, uh, That's of true. a hook.
0: Yeah, when that Di- when Dianetics came out, which is the book by Ron L. Hubbard. Uh, yeah, Ron L. Hubbard, L. Ron Hubbard, or L. Ron. Um, yeah, put some respect. Sorry, on res- the name, respect. Respect. Uh, <laughs> uh, when he, when he wrote Dianetics, it was sort of advertised and sold in the '80s and '90s. As a self-help book, so, and I wanna I wanna say something about this guy, man. Um, this interesting cat, yeah. L. Ron Hubbard has the record for more uh, science fiction or, or just published books by you know as a person. He has over a thousand books published. They're all science fiction novels, very similar to the story of Scientology, uh, yeah, <laughs> which which. Which, uh, which I think it's time. We need to talk about this story, and then we can move mm-hmm. on. Um, if you can watch South Park, uh, the episode in South Park, they make an amazing um, depiction of what the religion is. And you would think, like, really, South Park, in 20 minutes, bro, They, they I swear to God, it's so good. If I'm not mistaken, it is Season 9, Episode 12. But pretty much what the scriptures of the religion, you know, when you get to the very top after spending all this money, after going all these levels, OT8, OT9, what do do to, what do you do to, when you get to the end they put, you know, bring you in this closet with this briefcase, they take out some paper that looks like it was written from like some thrown notebooks. And the story is that the overlord, alien Sinu, overlord of the galaxy, felt, that that the that the universe was overpopulated and and apparently the people uh, those aliens at, at that time they looked very similar like the, like the people today, as he described in the 1960s. So this is, shows very poor writing. Like, yeah, so the aliens look very, very much like what the people that we look like today. And they drove cars that look like very much like what they look like today. And they lived in cities very much like. So the, all the aliens kind of like look like humans back in his life, right? He couldn't even imagine like. Okay, and those people, uh, it was overpopulated. They grabbed them all and they froze them oh, because of course, it was overpopulated. Of That's right?
1: the only thing you can they, do.
0: The only anything you can do. They froze them. And after they froze them, they put them up in these planes, but not just any plane. They were DC eight plane replicas. DC eight were planes from the nineteen sixties. And in this religion, they knew about right. those blueprints of that plane. Right. And it was just a it was just a great aerodynamic. <laughs> so they had this replica, DC eight planes take all these frozen souls, right?
1: Right, because it's and a soul. It's a soul, right? It's, is it, or did they do the body?
0: Well, oh, no, no. I'm sorry, not no, not the souls, the the, the frozen oh, okay, bodies. Okay. I apologize. The frozen bodies of the aliens, right? And they took all this to a volcano, in I guess what we call the world today, our world today, in volcanoes, and those souls that now became souls, because when they fell in the volcano, I guess he melted the ice, and then they died, right? And then the souls came out. Ooh. But but the the overlord sinu he knew that these souls were gonna go back to him to attack oh. him. So he had these soul catchers. This oh, guy's not no, dumb. No,
1: of course. Of course.
0: This is not your normal overlord, like I'ma fuck up. No, this guy had gangster ass uh soul catchers, German engineers, soul catcher. <laughs> Catch all these souls and put them in this like center, this big globe center. You know like the Epcot center when you go to Disney, <laughs> that big ball? Yeah. They put all the souls in there and all the souls, they were put to wash a bunch of like propaganda, like Jesus, religions, things, pretty much like brainwashed what humans think of today. Oh man. Right? And then they escaped this, they, they, they were released from this bubble, and then they started going all over the world with all these brainwashed thoughts. And when the cavemen started appearing in, in the world, then they got into them. And then as humans kept evolving, these little souls called thetans, thetans, started getting into other humans. So all of us have millions of millions of thetans, which technically are very old alien souls that create our anxieties and our depression. And I'm looking for the nearest center to take, take care <laughs> of this shit there. I need to get these demons out of me! <laughs> and that's the story. And that's that's what the religion is. So, yeah, take a moment to ponder. And while you give our listeners <laughs> your thoughts on this, I'm sorry, guys. I need to take a piss. I took one before, but I need to take one again. I'm really sorry. But please give your Thoughts about
1: that little story yeah. um, whoa wow, I did not go that deep into it, but um that sounds like something out of one of his probably many science fiction books um, because obviously technology in nineteen sixty would be the optimal choice i think for (laughs) for uh space travel uh and soul catching i mean the ghostbusters had it coined in the 90s but whatever we won't talk about that um no i mean why do i think people get into it i think it goes i mean uh, once you get to that point i think uh, i didn't watch the south park episode but once you get to that point you have people who who are too invested they're too deep in it and they got you and they have you by the balls at that point because it's um it's a, uh, it's a scary little thing I, when i lived in clearwater there was just so so many people who were blank faced laser focused single single you know minded job tasking job. motherfuckers out there
0: <laughs> Boys. Boys yeah
1: I was just mentioning that you know when I was it, what's crazy is that like once you get to know that level um you they've got you hooked like there's just like they close the door behind you and there's no way out of that so no matter how, if you what level? the level of understanding the thetans and the and Xenu and all that stuff you know like once you
0: well yeah they they, they can't tell you the story from the beginning because then you're like yeah right all right <laughs> <laughs>
1: but i mean uh, people people who who eventually i mean south park probably like had found somebody who got to a certain level where they told them that but like no this has been
0: this has been public for a minute yeah. okay good so I'm, it's not like a secret i mean people if you look at going clear the documentary and other shit like there's people that already came out saying, like, when I got to that point and they showed me the scriptures, I was like, are you fucking serious?
1: <laughs> and then what did they do? Like,
0: some guy, yo, <laughs> yo, some some producer guy. <laughs> There's a producer in Hollywood, like, big producer that got caught up in this shit. And he was saying, like, when he got to that point and they showed him the, the shit, yeah. he was like, um, he read it, right? And he's like, okay, this is like a test like like i obviously gotta i have like is this a test for me to be like this is not it and they're like of course it's not it come on like like he was he was like what the fuck like this has to be like a test that i'm not retarded i
1: guess (laughs) right
0: (laughs) and then you open the real door and a fucking god But in the form of an alien comes out like, ah, welcome to Scientology, you made it. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what Uh, the fuck they expect. But
1: so what did he say? Yeah,
0: some people were like, well, I mean, yeah, he got the fuck out of there after a bit. But I'm I'm saying I don't, I don't think he did anything at the moment. At the moment, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, sounds makes sense, you know, (laughs) right? Like, okay, you know what? I'm
1: gonna go sleep on this, and then. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm guessing you want to keep the cool, you know. You don't want to let them know you got any suspicion, right? Right. Right. So you want to be like, oh, okay, fuck yeah, yeah. this. Wow. Yes, I always I always thought, yeah, of course. <laughs> fucking, fucking magic right here. <laughs> um. <laughs> so the guy, no, I mean most of them leave after that shit, of course. Like yeah. um how much I wonder how much but, money they
1: got you in the in the bank in the hole for at that point.
0: Yeah at that at that stage you you wanna believe it. You're like fuck it man. I pay three hundred dollars a for this shit, I'm gonna <laughs> believe
1: it. <laughs> Nigga, this
0: shit real to me. <laughs> at that stage of the game, dog, fuck <laughs> it. Yeah, you're invested. <laughs> Uh, give me my mothership i'm gonna move to clear water let's do let's this do shit it,
1: bro actually you know do it. it's funny man because these people are actually really normal people um when i used to work there i was renting trucks and uh i you know f- you met them yeah like i i had scientologist friends or acquaintances i never hung out with them okay. you know because that's that was t- i don't think
0: you, i don't think you can because you'll be an oppressive uh, yeah
1: exactly well i mean I, I I or a depressive i don't know the term but yeah they they you know if it, unless you're like like brainwashed with them like you really shouldn't be associating is my understanding yeah but like if they're renting a truck from you or they're renting you know it's a, a service they got to go and buy groceries they got to do all that stuff so right you know but um you know really really nice people like but obviously you can tell that they're They're sappy, like, you know, like they're going to get taken for the ride, you know, like on you
0: now on a more serious note, because we are laughing and, and, you know, talking all this shit like there is a reality that and I don't know what it is. Like I said, I know there's like very, very smart people that get into this like producers, but I'm talking about like the regular Joe, right? I mean, bro, in life, the human condition is to find meaning to all these things. And the, and that's the, the that's the one million dollar question or one billion dollar question. That's what everybody wants to know. Mm-hmm. That's why that's, that's why religions exist. Yeah, right. And let's not get let's not forget that if we talk about the Jewish religion, the Muslim religion, the Christian religion, and you start talking about like the stories and the tales that happen.
1: Very similar.
0: I mean, some of them were pretty cookie as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it gets to the level of Lord, of Lord Zinu, but, you know, they were very wild stories, too. Yeah. So all I'm trying to say is, like, yeah, all religions are wacky. Obviously, this one takes the, takes the gold in the 92 Olympics. But what I'm trying to say here is there's people that probably enter this because they really wanted to be helped. Yeah. and they felt that this could do it. Now my question Stephen, do you think that the mind is so powerful that people that got into it some of them actually were helped by it because their own mind conditioned them to feel like this was helping them and ended up maybe even having you know like a good like a good experience with them.
1: Hmm. Um well, I you know, did you happen to see the Joe Rogan uh uh Ron Miscavige uh, interview? Uh
0: the one
1: uh the, the okay, you know David Miscavige, the uh, the C- CEO yeah, yeah, yeah. leader of of uh, Scientology after L Ron Hubbard.
0: So you were talking about this guy Ron Miscavige. Yeah,
1: so like okay, so Ron Miscavige is David Miscavige's dad and uh you know the one of the and
0: and and david miscavige is the is leader the, the leader the right? current
1: leader of scientology and he's okay. the
0: and this uh yeah, j- sorry just to, cut yeah, yeah. to go ahead to, i don't want to cut you off this guy ron miscavige he had like an episode uh on joe rogan
1: right that's What? yeah that's the one that i saw that i was like because oh, when okay. leah remini okay, came okay. out which is the the actress of king of queens you know that was like the big one you know that everybody was watching but then you know, I didn't, I didn't realize, but like, even Ron Miscavige, which is David Miscavige's dad, you know, he goes on Joe Rogan talking about how he's the one who got his into- his whole family into Scientology hmm. because of David. There was other brothers and sisters, you know. You
0: could say this guy is like the reason.
1: Uh, Ron, and that's you know, that's kind of why I believe and in a the higher.
0: Reason is you. <laughs>
1: I love that song. You know what yeah. I mean? so good, um man. but um yeah so like t- isn't it funny like i i you know i know you're a-, a skeptical but like everything happens for a reason you know and it's it's like like if it wasn't for ron and w- if it wasn't for david's asthma which i'll get into now oh fuck. yeah so essentially uh ron was part of the military he was a musician he was a salesman And, you know, back in the, I think, you know, the 80s or whatever, whenever it was, no, it was more than that. But, uh, whenever it was that he was doing these jobs, um, David was a child he was like 12 years old or something like that. And he had bad, bad asthma. And so, you know, he was, he was basically introduced to Scientology and he had gone to a couple of the meetings like is it like a like a pyramid scheme meeting, you know, Oh yeah, come through this and that, whatever that you know, just to kinda relate how I'm sure it was. Um In like in like the eighties. Yeah, like the eighties. Like the eighties, nine I I don't know, it's I can figure it out. But it was definitely like when when David was a kid and David's like what, like maybe 50 is now, so you gotta go back at least thirties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was around the eighties years, 80s. you know
0: so 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 ron gets invited to to like kind of meet the thing and get to know what it is. yeah
1: and and so you know one day his uh you know it's all about like being having your mind be able to control your body and to and to go past like your mind is more powerful than than actual physical beings um because they believe in that that's that soul type of uh mentality and so my thing was or when when he you know, one day what uh, what, Dave, what Ron would have to do for his son David was like, you know, put him into the shower uh, because he was hyperventilating. He had like really bad asthma uh, and run like a cold shower on him and things like that because like those were things that um, doctors had told him. And so somebody had had mentioned in Scientology that, um, you know, I can we can audit him and auditing is what they call basically counseling. They're just going to sit you down. They're going to counsel, counsel you. But it's called an audit, uh, which <laughs> is crazy. I mean, these Ooh. names. Um, that's, that's yeah. Like if that didn't just like automatically like who wants to get audited? Nobody. So why would I join? <laughs> why would I get joined? But whatever. Um, not to mention it was a tax evasion. The entire Scientology is in here auditing people. The nerve.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, all this fucking problem about being audited by the IRS, and these motherfuckers love yeah, auditing. They love.
1: <laughs> so, um, so whatever, you know, th- basically somebody sat down David, talked to him, just communicated with him, and said, hey, you know, like, you know, why?" Uh, basically brought him to the realization as to why these hyperventilations, this like asthmatic attack happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, And ever since then, he was cured. So now you have a father who basically feels like at any given point in time, he could lose his son. And then.
0: Well, he was cured after one audit and he felt. Yeah, that's it. Look at he split. And so his dad was like, fuck, man, I, like maybe he wasn't as convinced but he's like this is helping him yeah
1: and he's like i can't believe that this is actually happening like this is this really did happen and it's it doesn't make sense but but i have to agree with it because obviously it stopped happening and i have and i have a son now that it feels more normal and who can enjoy himself once you start blending in kids and family like you know if it helped them like but
0: that that, that, but that's that's a story that makes sense though yeah
1: yeah i mean i understand
0: for him to get in it you know like Like you're like fuck, man. I mean, even if I'm a skeptical, like this shit helped him. You know, if I don't believe it, then I have a problem.
1: Right. Exactly. And you don't. You know, it's it's. So that was
0: the entrance of him and his family. Yeah.
1: Well, what Ron messed up there was he he went all in. He put all his cards in, dude. You know, instead of just saying like, oh my god, I believe in it, but like I'm gonna stay out here. He's like, no, fuck it. I'm moving everybody to England because that's where they're teaching us all this stuff. We're gonna be. Part of the movement, we're gonna freaking change the world in England. That's the first one, yeah. This is like pre flag in Clearwater, so that's that's why I'm saying it. it had to have been like in the 80s or something like that. This is okay,
0: so they get they get they get in they get in it hard. Yeah. And uh, I read that that uh, this this guy, this this kid, David Miscavige, um, uh, from the beginning, he's like. A super good Scientologist kid, like they have like the, like the Boy Scouts for Scientology, <laughs> yeah. and he's like he's like super good at it. Yeah. Super smart, super like the dedicated. LeBron of Scientology, and he starts becoming an auditor himself. And apparently, he was like he was like an amazing auditor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it was it, it's pretty impressive. Like because I, I they show you they 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 break down the whole like the whole psychological makeup of someone's brain, and then they like. Make it relatable towards their Scientology, so really they just know the formula on how to talk to people and how to make people think. Because once you instill doubt in somebody, you're gonna you're gonna get their brain thinking about the topic. I mean, it's impossible, okay. you know. So so, David was just really good at it, and uh, then he joined, you know, when he was 16 or something like that. He joined the Sea Org, and that's when Ron really had to go balls in because he's like, well. The Sea Org, in order to, to join the Sea Org, first of all, you start off with like two to five year contracts. You can be somebody who's just like like an outsider. Then you got the two to five year contract where you work for Scientology. And then you have like the Sea Org, which you then sign a billion dollar contract. So a, a billion year contract. <laughs> a billion dollar. Yeah, no, no, a billion year contract. Basically, you sell your soul. A billion year. You sell contract. your soul oh, yeah, and lives over and over and over to Scientology so okay. yeah i mean uh, so legit yeah <laughs> which mind you a billion year contract but the the scientology was created in the 60s just saying mm,
0: saying.
1: yeah like what credibility like who who's done the billion do- year contract you know uh <laughs> not not elron yeah
0: <laughs> i want to see your pension yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> what's your turnover rate <laughs> <laughs>
0: how how are the benefits after? Right. <coughs> okay, so they go in it, they go deep. Yeah,
1: they go deep and
0: and eventually eventually uh he Elron Hubbard uh dies in got the, the okay, he dies in 1986 from a stroke at 74 years old. However, in the Scientology community, they announced that he was going to an OT level higher, and that for that level, he was required to discard his body Mm -hmm. because he was no longer relevant to the amount of power he was gonna have. So he went to another realm, but there was no plan for succession. Mm -hmm. And that's when David Miscavige comes in, very smart, and takes leadership uh, of the organization and already this guy was like an auditing phenomenon a genius Mm -hmm. so so he comes in and and he starts sort of leading leading it to like higher levels
1: and he got them tax uh he got them tax uh um what's the word exempt Exempt. yeah tax exempt that's what yeah
0: they had a big war with the irs and they owed over one billion dollars in tax because Hubbard never paid any taxes because he said that they were at church, yeah, and you know what's crazy about that bro? when you know well first, the way that they were able to get the tax exempt is because and this is the, this is how Scientologists do it they started sending they started suing the IRS for I guess for just minor things, whatever like not like I, you can sue anybody and say, oh they're not doing my taxes correctly, right I guess. So they sued them, but like thousands of suits, that at a time, and they didn't even have time to process them all to hire all the lawyers. So the, the the commissioner of the IRS spoke to spoke to David Miscavige, and David Miscavige said something like, "Well, I mean, if you just make us like a church tax exempt, you know, we'll take we'll take away all the all the suits, all the you know, yeah, all the lawsuits, all, all the lawsuits." And the guy's like, for real? <laughs> like, like if you were like, oh, for real? I didn't even, oh, no, of course, no problem. <laughs> which, I, which I just thought to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, dude, they give them tax exempt, right? This is like a big win for David and, and the whole Scientology thing. And then everything that was sold before by uh, Hubbard, like the books the science fiction books that he wrote over a thousand of because he had the he had the record of of more books right i think i mentioned mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. so he, all those books now don't have to pay taxes because they're considered to be religious script <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is nuts that is absolutely yeah crazy.
0: bro so uh, after that shit happened bro not only that they got this, now they, they started asking for money for the people because, like, they you know they got people excited, like, oh, we did this, but yeah, but uh, yeah, but on this note, we do need more money because we are gonna get sued and shit, so we need money for lawyers. So the, for now, it's the first time that they start asking people for money that don't doesn't translate into like new classes or levels. Yeah, like it's just money, just to give me just donations money. and shit yeah on the tax what is
1: crazy though? Yeah, super taxing on the people, bro. what's crazy to me yeah. is like when you sign one of these two to five year contracts you own you live you only make like a hundred or fifty dollars a week you know that's what's crazy like oh yeah, everything's paid for your food your your car, your transportation, your housing, your utilities, your dry cleaning, everything but you're only making fifty bucks a week, bro, you know what I'm saying. So, how are you supposed to go? No, yeah, business-wise, it doesn't make sense. No, and, and, and not only that, but you, not only are you giving up your soul to them, but you're not making much of of an income, which means you're not paying taxes to the government. I mean, the, the church doesn't have to pay taxes, but the but people still do. People, you know yeah. what I mean? And so, if you're not...
0: Yeah, pretty much, you, you got nothing saved up for nothing. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't even know if at $50 a week times 52 weeks, you have you make enough money in a year to have to pay taxes but that also means that you're not putting any money into social security or anything so right. people who who have spent their lives in this religion if they ever wanted to leave they either die in the religion they're, or if they ever want to leave them they'll, they're, they're they'll fucked, never bro. make money they'll never have anything to live on
0: not only that they don't even know how the world works yeah well no
1: <laughs> clearly if you got that deep into it it's nuts it's fucking it's crazy
0: you know what i mean like trying to get like a like bro like I, i heard some stories like no joke like joking aside i heard some stories of like a lady that got in it when hubbard was there bro she was in it for like 36 years and when she got out she was like an old person like and she was like so sad and she was crying like i lost my whole life in this thing and now that i'm out I don't even know like what life is like you so fucked, so fucked. It's like a psychological destruction of, of the self, you know?
1: It's a, it's a sad thing. It's a sad thing, but I mean, what's crazy to me is, is what they get away with, bro. And I'm telling you that flag building. Everything is so secretive, bro. You go... Like, bro, I want to tell you something. When you go down to Clearwater. Clearwater, yeah, when you go down to Clearwater, if you ever, if anybody ever gets a chance to go, definitely go. Go to Clearwater Beach, go to Pier 60 and all that stuff, fine, which is all touristic stuff, but go... Don't take the brochure. Don't, don't take <laughs> the brochure. <laughs> um, dude, yeah, they approach you. I mean it's they're crazy and there's so many people like you go downtown and it's and you feel like there's everybody's always watching you there's you you, you're being watched in in a in a way to be recruited in a way to make sure you're not doing anything crazy like everything is super super clean like it's it's like house of wax fake little town type of feeling you know what i'm saying like when you're when you go down there's like a, a center for human rights you know and like addiction uh addiction help uh you know uh like weird weird stuff like uh s- worldly science building like just things that's like yo that's so i don't know if that's even official or not you know like is it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but it's all like nice light blues and and pinks p- pastels like it feels like you're in barbie land or some shit like that right and, and yeah
0: and you know what it, you know what it is it it looks very pretty and very eerie at the same time
1: yeah it just doesn't make sense
0: you know what it it reminds me of like a goosebumps you know those books goosebumps or are you afraid of the dark The goosebumps books where they got to a place that was like really nice but there was something off with it yeah
1: (laughs) that feeling that's how it was man (laughs) that's how i feel Uh, i mean i asked the lady for directions once and i was like hey like Where's City Hall? Because like we were t- trying to take some pictures, because it's a nice architecturally nice place. You know, you want to take some pictures, and we were looking and seeing. Oh, where are these stairs? She's like, Oh, that's that City Hall. That's around the corner. And then she's like, trying to take off already. And I'm like, No, no, but ma'am, like, wh- wh- which which way is that? Like, she's like, oh, it's that way. It's that way. And she just keeps like keeps booking it. And I'm like, Well, that wasn't. She could feel
0: you had a you had a lot of
1: Tatans. Yeah, I had some Tatans in me. They're
0: like, Madam, no, no, they're not Tatans. They're my tetas. I'm fat <laughs> as fuck.
1: No, it's, oh, man, it's so crazy. So crazy. Um, That's but then I had man. my boy, Dimitri. I think his name was Dimitri. Honestly, I don't even remember his name. But Damn. Yeah. You had a boy, Dimitri. You had a boy, yeah. It's the same guy who was running On the, the r- truck. But, like, one time I had my friends or her friends come over uh they were visiting and they're like oh you know we heard that there's like a scientology stuff like oh yeah for sure like dude i literally live 10 minutes away from there like you c- it's from here to the public's is the same distance it would be to go downtown and uh and we went but it was like late at night it was like a saturday and they're like yo look at all these people they're all dressed in like these these flight attendant outfits they're all dressed in it looks so like proper so prim and i was like and of course, like the conversation, like we're having, like they're crazy they're this or that. And all of a sudden I rolled out my window. I'm like, yo, Dimitri. He's like, Steven, what are you doing? What are you doing, Steven? I was like. <laughs> what 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 up? Dimitri was one of them. Dimitri was walking down the street and I saw him. Dude, I'm saying Dimitri because. Dressed. Yeah, no, he's he's a Scientologist. Like I, I rented a truck. Oh,
0: he's a. Okay, okay. But you were cool with him. I was with
1: cool him. with him, yeah. I was cool.
0: And, and, and he, and he kind of like was cool with you when you talked to yeah. him. Yeah. And when, nice he, guy. But when he was with his, when he was with his with his ilk you decided to roll down your window and be like, "Hey, yo, don't matey!" <laughs> and he's like, "Nah, dog, they cannot know I'm chewed up."
1: <laughs> no, he was actually walking alone. But in my car, I had Natasha uh, and her friends that were visiting, and they were mm-hmm. they were like, "Yo, we heard about the Scientology thing, so of course." The conversation starts happening. We start talking about all the crazy stuff that happens. This and that. the same way we are. And then they're all just like, oh, my God, these people are cult. They're going to, like, suck you in and, and, like, never let you go. And here I go freaking rolling down the window. And I'm like, yo, Dimitri what's good, man. And he goes, oh, Steven. They're like, they didn't believe me. They thought I was fucking around. <laughs> he was just some
0: random. And you were like. Not- and you were like, "That's a Scientologist." A,
1: yeah, of, no, you you see them, and they're dressed head to toe in inside. Oh, he
0: was dr- he was dressed apart. They're always
1: dressed apart. I think they sleep in that shit. Oh, <laughs> it's like crazy. Okay. Yeah, so it was just a fun time. Like they didn't believe me, but I make friends everywhere I go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, look, moving on to some more fucked up shit. Yeah. After they won that little thing where they got the tax exempt. Mm-hmm. They made like a song with a music video, <laughs> very oh, weird. P Diddy the in song, The song is called the song is called like We Stand Tall. Uh, I'm not gonna sing it or anything because I'm pretty sure they have. Copyright. They'll try find, a, find a way to copyright me and shit, and fuck me up. But dude, yeah, you'll listen to it later. It's, it's on the it's on the it's on the documentary for uh, Going Clear. Uh, but it's like a very like victory lap song like we made it. Oh God. And then. And, bro, for a minute, from 1992 until, like, the 2001, um, Tom Cruise was out of it because he wasn't cool with some things. I think he kind of, like, I don't know. He was with Nicole Kidman, and I think Nicole Kidman was kind of, she was kind of, like, sane. So she was like, yo, Cruise, Mm -hmm. this shit is weird, dog. Like, (laughs) Like, you want this Punani, dog? yeah but you got to get out of that shit dog they fucking with you right away right so they had kids they had a life 10 years later bro the church goes in fucking special operations like an army they go and the operation was to f- f- fetch crews bro and they go fetch crews and they do the, the they say they do a the little dirt to them and then motherfuckers break up
1: Dude, what? And
0: they divorce. They get divorced. What?
1: That I didn't and know. And they
0: try. Yeah, and then they, st- and then they, they, help Tom Cruise by making him like some sort of teacher or like mm-hmm. mentor in the religion, and then they give him like the medal of valor of the space force. Oh, right. So that, so that he could, tr- and that they give him all the lawyers so that he could get the, the, the kids from Nicole. Oh, no. Right? So, some crazy shit. And now that he's back, then they try to get him, like, a few little bitties, you know, (laughs) for him and shit. And they keep it all controlled, and they they give him all the toys, and they keep him all happy. And he's getting to that point where, like, yeah, he's a great actor. I don't like him. I don't like his movies. I don't like his style of movies, but I, I cannot say that he's not a good actor. But... It's weird, you know, and and you know one thing that happens to a lot of these actors, like Leah Remini, I think hap- happened. This happened to her too, where they start when they're young, in this shit, and because they were talented, they start growing and getting movies and being successful, but because they were with the religion, they put all the credit on the religion. Like now, the reason why I'm I'm here and I'm doing fucking. Lethal, you know, not Lethal Weapon, the Mission other Impossible. one, the, uh, Mission Impossible 15th, <laughs> yeah. is because I was with that shit. And Leah Remini, same. And then other artists is like, no nah, man, since I started doing this, shit started going well. So, part of it is they start believing the, uh, their own lies.
1: Yeah, man. You know? No, it's. I don't get it. And that part, I didn't know that they have it. But, you know,
0: I'm wondering, bro, like, there's i mean i mean allegedly i don't know if this is for certain but from what i saw in the documentary they were explaining that indeed they had something to do i mean they pretty much didn't want nicole kidman because apparently she i think she did knew like it was all bullshit of course uh so they wanted to break him up and eventually he did break up with nicole kidman and then he went back to the Scientology thing. But they they the kidnapped church. his
1: ass? that's crazy. You know what I wanna know is I mean
0: psych- psychologically it's always been very politically, but I'm pretty sure you know there's things involved there, you know.
1: I wonder if uh I, you know, I never understood that whole meme where like he started jumping on the couch like on the TV show. Yeah. That that part Well on the see, on I mean. the
0: on the documentary they explained that he <laughs> that in Scientology you can get to a point, I don't remember the name of it, but you get to a point where you're like numb and you're oblivious and 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 you have so much ego that you feel like, so and on, on, on that, that's where he has like the black turtleneck, right? Yeah. That's like the creepiest one where he's talking about like, you know how like normal people see the world, right? But imagine if you could see it and understand it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's just <laughs> like, you know, and they ask me about a, you know, a PT, right? And PT is like a perturbing person or something like that. But he says it like very, P-t. I'm like, PT. Of course I've seen a PT. I'm like, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, shit, this motherfucker <laughs> on the level. <laughs> so maybe, hey, dude, maybe he knows it's bullshit, but for some reason it works for him and his ego and he uses it to fucking grow, because he keeps growing as as an actor. Or maybe he really does believe in it, and it still works for him. So I don't feel bad for him, and I'm happy that his life is good. I feel bad for the people at the the other side, because that's just one side of the coin. The rest of the people are living horrible lives.
1: Yeah, they don't get treated the same as celebrities, for sure.
0: Yeah, the normal Joes. Yeah,
1: and what's crazy is that, like, the people I would only imagine that throughout the years with access to Google and with everybody like learning how to search stuff, you know I think that they in the nineties they had close to a hundred thousand people in the in the in the congregation like in Scientology, and now there's like twenty thousand people, we're talking about an eighty percent less amount of people, but
0: so you think right now there's twenty thousand worldwide worldwide yeah,
1: but which is really nothing but they keep buying buildings and they keep getting donations and they keep buying you know what I'm saying <laughs> like as if they're expanding the thing is, you know
0: the thing is bro they do get tax exempt No oh, I know but they cannot but they cannot steal the money. I'm pretty sure they're trying to find ways but it's very hard and, and the US is gonna make sure that so the only thing they can do with the money because they cannot bulk it up. You cannot bulk up money either because when you are tax exempt as a church, it means that you should never have a bulk of money. Only a little bit for operational because it means that all the money you get, you're using it for helps and shit. So they cannot bulk it, but they don't really have anything that they do for the people. So they just need to keep buying buildings. And it's gonna get to the point where there's gonna be like 10 members and it's a a million buildings around the world
1: and i mean at the end of the day i don't even know like can you i'm sure those property values go up and somebody's going to cash out someday
0: <laughs> Uh yeah but i don't think they can sell it and make money on it if they sell it they need to use it on something else that will help yeah their church which will, which will mean buy another property <laughs> dude
1: they're crazy bro
0: i mean it's it's crazy but you know this just shows um i think you know m- m- more than making fun of so- of something or anything you know it it is fun to look at the crazy people uh you know the crazy stuff people think and believe in but really what i really wanted to touch on is you know maybe there are people that are normal smart but they they they're empty in a, in some some way in their lives and yeah. and they might feel like man this is that thing that could really help me like maybe somebody went to a psychologist and that helped them and you're like Fuck, I don't like religions, but this thing looks like more like a self-help. But this makes sense, and maybe it helps me. And maybe in your mind, it did help you. So so I guess it's not really that hard to understand why some people would do it. It's because depending on where you are in your life, you might feel like this could solve that little thing. Maybe everything else is perfect in your life, and that's why it might seem crazy for why why would that person do that? It's because everything else was perfect and they just needed this little thing to be perfect for the whole thing to be, and they thought they were gonna get it here.
1: Psych. (laughs) Gotcha, bitch. Uh no, for real. You're right. I mean, and that's just that's just human nature. We want that that and now everything's missing in your life again. Yeah.
0: But in any case, uh, uh, to leave on a good note, just be smart about shit. If you believe in something and you think it makes you feel good, by all means, do it. But just always be weary. Be questioning of everything. Don't believe everything at first hand. Investigate for your own good so that you could be sure of what you're believing.
1: It's true. No? Yeah. Just be sure. Just be sure that uh, you Google some shit before you, <laughs> before you jump off the deep end.
0: I, at, at least a Google search, dog. Yeah, that's all we're saying. But keep it real. Keep it safe. If you ever had doubt about something, write to us. We'll set you straight. Uh, and we'll be more than glad to provide our 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 opinion. We have an Instagram that you can follow and write questions if you have any any queries about things and you know we'll give you our honest opinion I cannot promise you it's gonna be the best uh, advice but it is gonna be an honest one coming from two kids I believe to be decent people Mm
1: -hmm. and we won't take your money